the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good day. Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Retirement income strategies and estate planning, plus a bonus session coming up July 13th in Burlingame. This show's really kind of about life in retirement and getting into retirement. I want to say life in retirement, but income in retirement and how you're going to you know, pull it off. A uh, million dollars is going to get you about $35,000 a year. Let's say Social Security is $2,000 a month. That's another twenty-four. Could you live off 50? And we start kind of with that concept on the show. Um, But you can learn more about retirement income strategies and estate planning, social security strategies, retirement income taxes, passive versus active portfolio management. And then there's also going to be the first breakout session ever. Uh, Retirement tips for self-employed and contract professionals. A lot of them in the Bay Area where you're your own boss. Um, It's cheaper that way for companies to, you know, contract you versus Aria. So that's going to be in Birmingham July 13th at the Doubletree by Hilt Hotel. It's lunch and event. So it's $25, but because you're a radio listener, use the code RADIO25, and you get in for free. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, talk a little bit more about some of the things we just broached ever so quickly. Chad, what are a few ways people can truly test it to see their retirement income strategy um, make sense and won't run out of money? Uh, good. I mean, the first two that I'll list off, you can actually go to the website, New Focus Financial, under the resource page. There's a quick and dirty form that is what we call it, where if you're you know, drawing on your portfolio already, you could say, okay, here's my assumed rate of return. Based on my rate of return, how long my money will last. So that's the draw rate test, which used to say, hey, if you start at 65, you draw 4% of your portfolio, uh, you can increase it with inflation every year and you should be okay. And that was done in the 90s when interest rates were way higher than they are now on bonds and CDs. So there's draw rate uh, tests, there's rate of return tests, um, there's you know how sensitive your portfolio or your plan is to inflation if inflation goes up. And we have to realize it's probably going to be less and less inflation or increases to Social Security in the future. Um, there's monthly simulations that you can do, which is how sensitive your 
financial plan is to the order of returns, uh, you know, volatility order of returns, different uh, inflation high, inflation low, those types of things. It kind of brings the first three that I talked about together. Uh, and you have to test your withdrawal. How sensitive is this if you have longevity issues? In other words, you live past age 100. And then you can run different scenarios regarding, you know, what happens if you or your spouse goes into a nursing home for four to ten years. And then there's all tax sensitivity issues, Rob, because let's face it, we got about 29% of, you know, U.S. Uh, spending is going into healthcare issues now, um, and that's only set to increase. So potentially taxes going up in the future too. You have to say how sensitive my plan is to that. So I'm with you with all of those. Um, let's talk a little more specifics, though. Um, the, the draw rate. Um, how is the draw rate test different from the rate of return test? And would it inflation affect both tests? Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at your portfolio and you say, okay, I think I can retire right now. If I get a 6% rate of return, how much of my portfolio do I need to withdraw uh, to pay my expenses? And that's, you know, well north of, if if it's anywhere over 4% at age 65, you've got problems. But if you're kind of on track, you can do things like Monte Carlo simulations where as long as you have your specific holdings um, programmed into these, uh, you know, basically computer programs, it can take your draw rate, your rate of return, your inflation, and then run thousands of different scenarios on the order of stock market returns. Um, I give examples of these events of what happens if, you know, you take the actual rate of return of the market from the 80s to now and a person drawing 4% versus if you flip those over and have the good times come first and the bad times come later, um, it's a significant difference. So basically a Monte Carlo simulation will give you a, a probability rate of how successful your plan is. And if you're retiring with less than an 85% probability of success in a Monte Carlo simulation, I think you're you're taking way too much risk. So uh, Monte Carlo simulation kind of brings all right, rate of return inflation and or stock market return risks. Um, it, it helps you give you a, a success rate, Rob, whether or not you not retirement yet. So that's all good stuff. I like the idea of the Monte Carlo simulation because it sounds like fun. <laughs> Monte Carlo was always mystical places as a kid. <laughs> right, right, right. So if the Monte Carlo test says that you have a high probability of success, why not just go that path and, and be done with it? Like, why make things complicated? Well, so the thing that I looked at, you know, I, when I got into the business, I was in college. I was majoring in engineering and math. And I, I looked at just the overall stock market and realized that um, when the market does decline, it tends to be the best buying opportunity uh, for the next decade, we need significant declines because the following years after a market decline are typically really, really good. Um, but if you're in retirement and you, you're you forced to sell, you can't do anything about it because you're retired, your portfolio is your source of income. And so if you're taking money out on the way down, it's a mathematical nightmare. And what the Monte Carlo will do, it'll give you a success rate, but you still have to have a strategic withdrawal strategy that says, how am I going to shelter myself from that math problem of, hey, I've retired in 1999, boom, followed by, you know, 
three years of market declines. Or I re- retired in 2007, and then you get followed by the worst two-year market decline you know, in the last 100 years. Um, so you have to have a strategy that um, you, know, you implement that helps you, number one, get through bad markets. Number two, gives you a strategy of when you're supposed to sell and peel gains off the market to replenish your cash and your safety. So it only increases your success by having a good withdrawal strategy on top of a Monte Carlo test. So going to a Monte Carlo test and then not having a withdrawal strategy means you're probably going to spend all your cash first, then your bonds, and you're going to have 80 years old with a very aggressive portfolio and subject to a market decline. And that's way too much risk. So you're going to be talking about this and more at the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, July 13th. It's Thursday from 11 to 1 p.m., Doubletree by Hilton Hotel, San Francisco Airport, in Burlingame, California. People can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 and get in for free. Then there's that bonus breakout session, which I'm looking forward to because it's new content. Having worked together with you almost 20 years, I've heard a lot of your content, So, and you've heard a lot of mine. Um, Real quick, uh, we're winding down. Um, What can people do about longevity issues? Issues. Yeah, I mean, first you have to know about your health. It's interesting. There's a lot of sites and services that help people gauge their longevity. And a lot of that you can plan for if you take, um, you know, your bonds that you're supposed to have in your portfolio and use some of the alternative products out there like no-load variable annuities that say if the portfolio goes to zero, the insurance company continues to pay you as long as you live. So alternative products that are out there, um, just knowing what your health is, what your family history is, and then you got to do some modeling, too, that say, okay, how much will gotcha. be left over and your spouse goes in for years to a nursing home? Thanks very much. You can always hear CFP Chad Burton here on KDOW from 2 uh, to 3, Mondays through Tuesdays. You can find out more about the income strategy and estate planning uh, session in Burlingame. Use code RADIO25, RADIO25, to get in for free. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com, and you can get that download there as well. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. But my old I was clean, Patra. I was young and an actress. When you knelt by my mattress and asked for my hand, but I was sad. You asked it as I laid in a black dress with my father in a cast. I had no plans. Call Rob Black now. Eight hundred. 516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, so this is Luminaires. In your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Local indie kind of band who eventually becomes famous or big. Songs get turned into commercials. I think when your song gets turned into commercials, you're kind of financially successful. Because you're not going to get a lot of success selling your albums on iTunes. Music industry's changed. Uh, Cleopatra the Song was based on a true life story of a woman named Wesley. Um, it's a pretty cool song if you, you get a chance to listen to it. She's the first female tax driver in the Republic of Georgia. And it's an amazing story about how when we were younger, when we were 20s, we were kings and queens and princes and paupers. And, uh, or princesses and princesses. Like, and life changes and it becomes brutal and you age. And the one thing I want to do with this show is 
to have you have a lot of dignity. So that when you're 65, 70, and your 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 kids and your grandkids are looking at you, that they're proud of you, and you know you're proud of them. I think one of my biggest fears is like you know getting older and just like not being relevant. So a song like Cleopatra, talking about the glory days, and you know, did you ever accomplish anything, or did love kind of come and go? It ends with she got a kid, and she's pretty damn proud of it, and he's pretty damn happy to see her. So that's what the show's all about. I want you to be the grandparent who has a five dollar bill. In both hands. And the kid picks a hand. And damn it, he's going to win $5. So save more money. Max out your 401k. Start getting intelligent about how you handle an IRA. Start getting intelligent how you handle real estate. Stop saying stupid things. Stop doing bad decisions. It's pretty well known that I steal a coffee or two anytime I go to work. If there's a coffee pot at a hotel, I grab it. Because that's a dollar or two in my head. Um, if I paid $300 for a hotel room, I'll, I'll grab it. The pot of coffee. Like, I never leave those there. Would you like some coffee? I would like some coffee. So, uh, I want you to do everything you can from age 20 to 60 so that you can be as great as you can be from age 60 to 100. So today I'm talking with Tony Mendez, also known as Tony Mendez. I was wondering why there's hundreds of pots of coffee in your garage, by the way. (laughs) I'm so cheap. When my neighbor goes on vacation, I grab a hose from his house and I water my yard. So, <laughs> so I have a character. I have a character in my head named Evil Rob Black, and it's it's the guy who goes to dinner and never pays. You know, I've, I left my wallet. It's the guy who steals po- pods of coffee from work. It's the guy who waters his yard when his neighbors are out. But he's also the guy who, uh, you know, doesn't get people Christmas presents. Um, he's he's the guy who ends up with the most money. So, and I'm just trying to teach people think about what you're doing. Um, I, uh, you know, if you have a bad, like people that go to bars and get drunk, I don't get it. If you're going to be a drunk, just drink at home because it's a lot cheaper. And I'm not judging on people. If you want to drink, drink, but don't do it at a, a bar or a restaurant. We were at a, we were at a bar the other day, you and I, and, uh, it's an Irish bar. So we were celebrating kind of St. Patrick's Day a couple weeks late. And we saw a, a woman there who was a bar fly. Mm-hmm. And all she wants to do is find a man. And she did. And she was sitting there drinking all The whole day time. Long. And that ain't cheap. She was in the Bay Area, actually. <clears throat> was she? Mm-hmm. You got to know her. <laughs> you, you put your game on. I, I put my game on. I had to. I had to find out. I was interested in learning a little bit why she was there. She's <clears throat> talking about her kids and... Like, where, where are your kids? Why are you here by yourself? And then next thing you know, the next guy comes in, she's... She had good birthing hips. I'm surprised. Like, you know how sometimes the hips go? Yeah. She had good hips. I'm surprised that she had kids. Plural. Next, next thing you know, she was dancing on the pool table. <sighs> That's a story for another day. Sure is. So, <clears throat> talking about real estate right now, um, <clears throat> I was doing a little bit of math recently, and I'm looking at buying a home in Santa Barbara. Um, I don't know if it's a vacation home. I don't know if it's a rental home. Um, and I was looking at a 30-year versus a 15-year versus a 7-year or 7-1 and a 5-1. And it's funny because, like, I was at bank rate. I was trying to figure out some of the numbers. I was punching, like, $950,000 home, $200,000 down payment, 
then I was running some of the scenarios on the how much it's going to cost. It gets kind of hard. Like those systems kind of shut you down at some point in time. They don't want to tell you the rates or they're giving you too good of rates. Or I was a little frustrated. I was like, I'm just going to call Tony because that's what you yeah. do. Yeah, a lot of the sites that uh, you go to and they offer the calculator that way. It's just a it's a lead gathering uh-huh. tool for uh, for the internet and these companies. They rely on somebody to get to a point where they like, does this make sense? What about and there's still questions left unanswered, and they end up, you know, filling out a form. Um, I'm not saying it's a trap, but you at some point do feel obligated to use that company. A lot of these online companies and banks will ask for application fees without even consulting with you about does your scenario work? What's the right loan for you? We may not have the right product for you. And you can very quickly get in over your head with how yeah. much information you just gave away. Yeah. So I was looking at a place in Santa Barbara. It's cute. I'll show it to you during the break. Um, hasn't been on the market that long, and it's small. Like, I don't need a big home. Um, but I was that close to, just to find out a mortgage rate mm-hmm. to give my, my um, Social Security. Yep. And that would be a credit pull, and that's what I do not want to do. At yep. Part, a, lot of those, a lot of those forms that you fill out, you're also uh, attesting to you know, authorizing a credit pull. you got to be careful about that, too. What was interesting about it is if you go to realtor.com and, uh, like I said, you get pretty close and then you're, then you're like, if you open your eyes, you're like, that's, um, new mortgage, uh, new millennium funding. And you're like, that's a business. And what went from going for an informational gathering, I kind of want to see what's out there. It suddenly became, um, I got sales pitched and I was pretty close to starting that relationship and, how many times do you think they're going to call me if I give up my phone number? Oh, they're going to continue to call you. Yeah. So yeah. Don't give up the phone. One of the, I mean, I'm, I like my website. Um, it does several things that all the other websites do. But I, I like your website too. Does that <laughs> make you feel better? Yeah. It's big. But I, I, I was sitting there thinking about all the questions and and fields that you could put into it. I wanted to keep it simple. What's your name? What's your email address? And wow. what question do you have? As opposed to the whole, what's your what do you want to do? Buy a house? What do you want to, how much you want to put down? What's your social security? What's your name? What's your phone number? I didn't want to put all that in there because it does feel like it is a catch. Um, the whole industry is kind of like that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people in the mortgage industry that all they do is buy leads from places like that. Um, so you never know really who's going to call you because you, Rob, could be buying leads. I could be buying leads. I could be buying the same leads you're buying. And if I don't, if I call you first or you could give me a better rate or a different oh, product. Oh, wait. I'm, I have to tell you this, too. So I was looking at it, and I got an email. Okay, I'm, that's going to have to save for another segment. But some of these sites like Craigslist now, they'll put a ridiculously low price in just so you can send them an email. And then they send you an email. So be very, very careful. If it looks yeah, too good to be the true, bait, the bait stay away. Is, that's the bait and switch. You have like, to be careful. Here's of. a $700,000 home that looks like it should be worth a million. Might as well ask about that one. Yep. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Tony, you can find it at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Shine down a light on me, sure path. I promise you I will return and take me back. Let them get high. Let them get strong. Let them get high, let them get strong. 
Contact now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Back in my early 20s, I had started my career, and I had to get a house, and I had to get a car, and I had to get a wife. I had to get kids. Like That was my thought, right? Now, of course, none of that really happened in that order. Um, it took me until my late 30s to kind of start pulling all that stuff together. But in my 20s, I was like, I have to. I have to. I had this like, list of things to do. And I remember going to buy a car, a brand new car. I wanted my first brand new car. And uh, Say what? there was a car salesperson who, he was pretty influential in my life, believe it or not, because I wanted to get the best deal. I wanted to come back numerous times and kind of like play the system and get it lower, 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 lower kind of thing. That was my in my head. And this guy had been a cancer survivor. And... Uh, his big thing was, like, what makes you happy, Rob? Like, tell me what makes you happy. And I think that's part of his sales pitch, you know, uh, getting people to kind of talk about things that make them happy. And, you know, ultimately, the car is going to make you happy is, is where he was going with that. And it, it's a big phrase that still resonates in my head, what makes you happy? Do things that make you happy, right? So I remember the moment I bought the car, I instantly regretted it. <laughs> it was like, so it didn't make you happy. It didn't make me happy. It was like... um I don't know. It was just it was all these feelings. And I remember negotiating because I'm a taller guy. I'm like, I, I feel like kind of boxy in this car. I feel kind of like tight. Can you lower the seat? I asked him to lower the seat, which basically Toyota or Honda had spent millions and millions of dollars researching and, and building cars. They figured out the correct height and they bolted them down so that, you know, car, if you're in a car accident, you live and survive. I'm like, yeah, the, I, I kind of wanted a little lower. I kind of wanted a lower rack. I, I, I was feeling like Shaquille O'Neal in the car, and I kind of wanted it modified for me. And he basically looked. He said, do you just want me to knock $200 off the price? I'm like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I, 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 he kind of called my bluff on that one, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, big regrets that people have. Um, buying a car, you get what's called buyer's remorse. Uh, buying a house, uh, not knowing enough about the house and its location yeah and this is it's kind of a long-standing thing that uh, a regret that people have when buying a house is not knowing enough about the house and the neighborhood included uh but just recently because of the the lack of inventory which creates a seller's market we have less contingencies and a lot of people are buying homes without appraisal contingencies and without inspection contingencies now you still have to get the appraisal for the loan but if you don't get an inspection contingency and you don't get even if you don't get one on your own, you may not know some things are wrong with the house. So you may end up with some extra expenses. Uh and it's happening a lot more, Rob. Okay. A lot more often. But um I can tell you the, the one thing I regretted when I bought my first house was I didn't buy enough. Uh I wanted I should have added more floors, you know, hardwood floors or better countertops, things like that, thinking that I was gonna do it later. And then I was like, uh, I just don't have the time or the money to do it. I wish I just financed it instead. A little bit easier to do it that way than to do it later. Totally hear you. So I'm with you on that. Um, so 22% of people in the survey said they wish they'd had more information about their homes. I think a good inspection is... Yeah, that inspection. ...is pay for someone who's done inspections before, and he'll go through, and like, there's some things I'm just not very manly about. 
there. Sure. This guy can get on roofs. He can tell you how long your roof's going to last. He can yep. take a look at your washer Crawling dryer, your water heater. And your crawl space. Do everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Foundation. I'm, you know my big fear about crawl space? Spiders? No. Getting in and being able to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. Uh, help me. Help me. Where's that noise coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Years later, they find my dead. Where's that my noise? Petrified <laughs> body. Um. You know, and part of that too is, and let's say you do get an inspection, and there's some things on there that you you go, okay, I can, I'll take, I'm okay with that, and then you find out later that it costs a lot more than yeah. it's like a, a thing like a foundation or that little crack. Oh, is that crack a foundation issue? Well, it oh. could be, maybe not, and then you find out that it is. I bought a nine hundred fifty thousand dollar house um, seven years ago, eight years ago, and instantly I knew that it needed a new kitchen and new bathrooms. So really what I bought was a $1.1 million house after you've done all that work. And it's one of those things that you're like, ooh, that just changed the price target of it. And so Because yeah. I had to spend $200,000 to improve it just to get it livable. So it was a pretty funky kitchen, do you remember? So, yeah. It was walled in. Yeah. It, I, it was a kitchen that had a door inside of a house. That you did a good a job door. on it, opening it up like that. A house like that needs it. Yeah. Uh, but but that kind of goes back to the whole root um, regret, and that is uh, some people overlook things that just cost too much. Um, they 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 underestimate the, you know the time it takes and the money it takes to do these types of things. Uh, there's a lot of other regrets though, Rob. Tell me. Well, uh, people wish they put more money down on their property. Why? Uh, there's, uh, for example, there's FHA. And okay. say you put 3.5% down, you end up with that mortgage insurance. Uh, uh, believe it or not, there are still people out there, loan officers, that aren't quite forthcoming as they should be. And they, or they lie, just flat out lie and say, oh, yeah, when your property value gets to a certain amount, your mortgage insurance will drop off. Uh, the old days, mortgage insurance would drop off after five years with FHA. But if you had a conventional, it would drop off after it got to 78%. But it wasn't the current value. It was the original value. So a lot of people are like, oh, my value went up $100,000. My mortgage insurance will drop off, but it wouldn't. And then they go, oh, I should have put more money down because they were lied to in the beginning. So that's another common regret that people get. And, and not buying bigger, that kind of goes to the whole um, thing of let's say you buy new and you can add things to it. You probably would have wanted to add a little bit more higher upgrades um, or you just – underestimated what you needed in the size of the house. We see these all the time, Rob. Um, unfortunately, what we're seeing in the Bay Area, if you are buying a house and you do find that you are regretting some of these things like the size of the house or the, 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 the construction of the house, the design, not a lot of people are having the options to, up, uh, to um, I don't know, not upsize, but to flip out a house to into maybe a better neighborhood or into a bigger house because the inventory is so low right now. Not only that, a lot of people are trapped into their properties with the, 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 the home prices. They may have bought their property three or four years ago and that same property or something a little bit better is now three or $400,000 more. And their incomes haven't gone up 10, 15% like the house prices have. Sure. So um, that's why construction is, uh, is booming right now. Okay. Um, Home Depots, the Lowe's, the do-it-yourself. I, there was a, another article I just read not too recent, uh, not too long ago, was uh, about um, um, there was a paint company that was selling off one of the divisions because they're no longer getting the do-it-yourself people coming in. They're having more contractors doing the work, and contractors buy their paints and, and supplies at a cheaper price. So their profits are dropping because less people are doing their work on their own. And what that means is that people are accessing more equity 
out of their homes and getting professional contractors to get into the house and do things. Huh. Um, so there's everything's working right now towards what I don't want to call it gentrifying, but it's really kind of like an urban uprising where people are just saying we, we aren't going to spread out, especially in the Bay Area. There's no other building. There's, we can't go to you know, Pleasanton and buy because home prices there are high. Not only that, I work in Silicon Valley. It's going to take me an hour and a half to get here. Uh, I'm not ready to make that sacrifice. Besides, I want to keep my kids in the school. So there's just not, but where else can I go except in my house? So that's why we're seeing those types of, of, uh, of market, uh, changes and, and increases in, in the contractor side. The, um, those, ho- uh, home improvement stores are doing really well right now. Interesting. So, one of the things I highly recommend people do is before they rent or buy a place, try to potentially stay there or stay close by or see it in the morning, see it at afternoons. For instance, I live on a street that during the school year, it's a shortcut to a high school. So I've got teenage kids whizzing by 60 miles per hour on a 25 mile per hour road. Yeah, why do you think showings are on Sundays? It's a nice, calm traffic day. There's no schools getting let out. There's no. You know, frustrated guys coming home from work. Um, it's one of the days. Of course, everyone's off. I'm with you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I even go as far as to say when you check the place that you're considering to buy is that you also check with, like, the police department. Um, see if there's any information they can tell you about the neighborhood. Um, I live in a very, very low crime area, which I'll pay a little bit more money for. If you were to say, would you rather buy a home in a high crime area? I'd be like, no. So you could actually start, you know, uh, qualifying yourself for some of these wins or losses per se. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. What's happening in the world of mortgages? Um, I saw that interest rates have... Five month lows. Five month lows. November, yeah. December, January, February. Okay, yeah. so basically so just, just right after the election. So we're still not quite back to where we were before the election. Uh, but rates are at yearly lows right now. Uh, and that's given a bump to purchasing power for people who are looking to buy a house. A little bit more refinance activity. We're hoping to see, even though the applications are still quite low yeah. uh, and not really increasing that much. In fact, uh, purchase applications only rose 0.3%. Uh, I kind of track this stuff. I I don't know why, but um, you know, it, 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 the we're we're in a we're kind of in between the low rates and the high in the the low range and the high range that we've seen in the last three or four years. Okay. And, I get you. I see what, you're and what happens with that is it's kind of stagnant. People are kind of hoping that some th- things go up a lot or down a lot. There's not much room to go down. So, um, what's going to happen next? Good up. time to good time to qualify for a mortgage. Yep. Good time to look for a property. You can check out Tony. Um, I'm looking for a property this year, so just have to get my act together and actually do it. You know, you can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find me at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Tony does my mortgages, and he's someone that I trust. You can count on Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. It's 
Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I always have some events coming up, a retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar, investing for your first million dollars, money 101s, um, investing when you're an independent contractor, things to think about, reasons to roll over your 401k to an IRA, and much, much more. You can sign up for events at Rob Black Show or newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com, and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Usually they book up pretty fast, so make sure you sign up sooner rather than later. Uh, joining me now to talk a little bit about one of the events that we talk about, um, or one of the pieces of content that we talk about, is Chad Burton, New Focus Financial, heard here on KDOW Mondays and Tuesdays. Mr. Burton, um, one of the things I want to talk about right now is protecting loved ones with insurance products. My dad did it all wrong. He bought life insurance on her, knowing that she was going to die first, my mom. Mm-hmm. She was kind of like me, puffy, a little overweight, not the best eater. Um, he was skinny and thin, but he was a pretty hardcore alcoholic. Um, so he died 25 years ago, and he was betting on her dying first. Yep. Shows you how wrong you can be, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty big bet, only doing insurance on one. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about that idea of... Uh, Trying to hit the lottery by your spouse dying. I like it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Start feeding your wife bacon every day. Yeah. There you go. That's that's what you can do. I mean, we're solving all these problems for people behind on their retirement plan savings. Start misfeeding your spouse. And saying things like, no, 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 no. We don't want to go for a walk. I made you brownies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's sit and let's binge watch all day. While you're, you're doing push-ups behind the couch, <laughs> you got a bucket of bonbons in the coffee table. <laughs> you and I think way too much. Like, um, so protecting the loved ones. If you have people who depend on your income, it's super important. You need term life insurance. Employer life insurance plans are not portable when you leave a job. So getting that set fixed in stone. And again, I hate selling insurance products because I, I don't want to be known as that guy. But this is the insurance product that you want to sell if you're going to sell an insurance product. And I don't actually technically sell an insurance product, let it be known. Uh, but term life is the way to go. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, again, I, I want to refer back to make sure you get your disability and your emergency reserve set up. Right. There's so much more likelihood. And I've seen it in the you know nearly 24 years I've been in the business. I think I've had one person die before the age of 55 in, in all of our client families. That was kind of a shock situation. Okay. Um, but I've seen a lot of short-term disabilities. So and, and that's people, um, we've got clients that are still, you know, 55 years old riding motocross with their kids. Right. And if they're in a job that requires motion to go anywhere and they bust an ankle taking a turn, you know, Madison, that'll work. Madison Bumgarner yeah. for the Giants. Yeah. And, and usually that situation occurs at the worst time. It occurs, um, you know, at an economic downturn where you've got rental properties and you got a renter that moves out and you've got a lock lack of income. So you could, it, it's such a financial house of cards if you don't have that disability income because building assets is so important. You get your emergency reserves, your base of t- years or so worth of income saved up disability insurance, uh, term life insurance, and, and then you can kind of make it through any storms that are out there. So let's stay with term life insurance. Well, let's stay with disability for just a second. You say that you see it more in your client base. I don't have a client base, per se, on the radio show. The radio show I see from the radio show base. Um, to me, what I see with disability insurance is people who become poor stay poor. And they kind of like that disability insurance angle. 
and they don't want to go back to work because it's kind of a push for them. Yeah. And they'll never get ahead. You can't save with this. You can save, but there's just not enough money there. Well, and you kind of get addicted to it. You do, and you 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 adjust your lifestyle to that income, um, and think, okay, I can kind of deal with this. I can change and be happy. But then you don't think about inflation. The value of the dollar is cut in half every 18 years. So it may be fine for the next five, six years, but government assistance or whatever you might be on, and it's it's not going to inflate properly to keep up with your expenses. And it's never going to be enough to get you ahead, right. in my opinion. And uh, the person that I know who did this in particular recently, um, it stinks because I actually know her sister. So the sister is successful and doing well, married and has a baby. Mm-hmm. But the dad died early, and the mom's had a couple strokes, and the sister's on disability. I'm like, you're going to need to cut yourself off from your family because they're all going to be coming to you for money. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and what do you do in that scenario? <laughs> uh, I, just, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So let's go back to term life insurance. Is the old rule of thumb still pretty good? Ten times your income, a good starting base? Plus 100000 per kid. Okay. Yes. I, I say 250000 a kid. Yeah, I mean, that'll send them to a better college. Okay. I mean, we're looking at, you know, it's tough to get in as in-state into UC colleges right now just because they like some out-of-state tuition. But some of the costs of colleges, you know, that you wouldn't think about in Colorado or Washington or something like that. They're they're way up there. I know. Like in tuition, books, room, and board, forty to seventy thousand dollars a year. That's why I'm saying two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Just to give yourself that a little bit of extra cushion. Now, when you buy term life insurance, um, I'm assuming you can go with anyone because it's it's a term and it's based on your health. And yeah, you know, I'm not saying go with when you have health issues. That's when you really have to shop. But any of the online term ones, if you have, um, you know, USAA auto insurance and home. They've got great policy rates. Um, so if you have anybody in the military, I love USAA. It's a great place to go. Other than that, you know, select quote, term life, Big Lou. I don't care. Call one of them. Make sure they're a broker. Big Lou? Big Lou, I think is the one I always hear. Oh, commercially, yeah. Um, the, as long as they're a broker and they can shop around, and especially if you're taking any kind of a medication, there's specific companies that might be a little bit kinder to diabetics versus other companies or smokers versus other companies. Gotcha. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Again, it's a great website with lots of downloadables. What's your Facebook page? New Focus Financial Group. New Focus Financial Group. That's yeah. easy enough. Links right there. Links right there. And um, come out to an event, Miam. Anytime you sign up for an event at his webpage, use the code RADIO25. RADIO25 gets you in for free. You can find his webpage at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. But my heart remains loving you. Planning for retirement can be complicated. There's lots to consider. But by narrowing your focus to a few key issues, you can maximize your retirement income and give yourself a much better chance of enjoying a comfortable retirement. I'm Rob Black, and on July 13th, I'll be in Burlingame for a special lunchtime event with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman. We'll be discussing retirement income strategies and estate planning updates that you can use to get the most of your retirement nest egg. We'll cover passive versus active portfolio management, transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, measuring risk, estate planning tips for 2017, and more. That's Thursday, July 13th at the Doubletree in Burlingame. The event runs from 11 to 1 and includes lunch. And if you can stick around, we've also got a breakout bonus session where we'll give some retirement tips for the self-employed. 
Go to robblackshow.com for the details and to register. Costs $25 and we'll waive that fee for KDOW listeners. Just use promo code radio25 when you register at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, promo code radio25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.